0: It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp for Headlines. The government works on a plan to bring close contacts of those infected by the coronavirus back from the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Hong Kong residents on board the ship await a second evacuation flight, and the government comes under pressure over Hong Kongers stuck in Hubei. The Secretary for Health, Sophia Chan, says officials are working on a plan to evacuate the close contacts of Hong Kong residents who contracted the new coronavirus on the Diamond Princess cruise liner in Japan. So far, 66 Hong Kong passengers have become infected and 41 people are considered as close contacts. Professor Chan says the close contacts are being quarantined on the vessel, which the SAR government considers inappropriate given the continuous infections there.
1: Uh, Yesterday, we have learned that from the uh, Japanese government that uh, we are able to uh, take them back if we wish they can exempt them from uh, the quarantine uh, in Japan. So uh, with this, uh, we have very quickly uh, designed uh, a a plan uh, for these uh, confirmed cases uh, and uh, work closely with our immigration Uh, and uh, Security Bureau colleagues so that we can take these close contacts of confirmed cases uh, back to Hong Kong uh, at the uh, earliest convenience.
0: Meanwhile, the ordeal for more than 100 Hong Kong passengers still stuck on the virus-stricken cruise ship in Yokohama is set to continue, at least until early this evening. That's when a second charter flight is scheduled to bring them back to Hong Kong. Friday, they haven't been infected. The families now cleanly await their return, Janice Wong reports.
2: Mr.
3: Chan's father is in hospital in Japan after being confirmed to have caught COVID 19 days ago, while his mother remains on the Diamond Princess. He says his father is slowly recovering, and that his main concern now is for his mother. My mother's situation is the most worrying, because she's chronically ill and she's stuck alone in her room, which has bad ventilation. She's feeling depressed because she doesn't know what's going to happen to her, as she's been classified as a close contact, he said. But a message Mr Chan's mother got on her phone earlier this morning changed all that. She was told she will be able to take the second evacuation flight home as long as she tests negative for the Wuhan coronavirus and manages to get a health certificate from Japanese authorities that she has no symptoms of the new respiratory disease. (laughs) Miss Wong's parents are both on the diamond princess, but both of them have obtained clean health certificates, which means they should be able to board the Cathay Pacific plane standing by in Tokyo to bring them home. She said her parents understand that after flying back, they will have to go into quarantine for another two weeks at Chunyang Estate in Tan. I did discuss this with them and told them not to be selfish. I understand people's concern because they are returning from the virus-stricken cruise ship, and my parents understand too, she said. Well, Miss Wong revealed that today is actually her father's birthday, and she expressed hope he can return to Hong Kong before midnight to celebrate
0: it. Australian officials say two people allowed off the Diamond Princess cruise ship have tested positive for the coronavirus on arrival at Darwin Airport. Six people have now been isolated. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer.
2: 170 Australians were flown home after more than two weeks of stress and frustration on board the Diamond Princess. Two have tested positive for the COVID-19 coronavirus. Officials are warning that more infections could emerge within the group over the next few days. The cruise ship passengers are being held in quarantine at a former workers' camp near Darwin. Australia now has 17 confirmed cases of the disease.
0: Chief Secretary Matthew Chung has apologised for causing a misunderstanding when he said the coronavirus outbreak was under control. His comments during Wednesday's LegCo meeting was criticised by medical staff and microbiologists. Speaking at this morning's Finance Committee meeting, Mr Cheng said what he meant was the government had the situation under control. He spoke to an interpreter.
1: I was referring to our strategy, our strategy, our plan to contain the epidemic. I'm saying that the development of the epidemic is under our close surveillance. Perhaps I didn't make myself clear if there is any misunderstanding. I issued a press release, Oh, I'm very sorry.
0: In a second revision in just over a week, mainland authorities say they've changed the method of counting coronavirus patients and will include only those diagnosed by laboratory, not clinical tests. The mainland has reported 180 more deaths and almost 900 new cases. Most of the deaths, but only half the new cases, were from Hubei province, the epicentre of the outbreak. The head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adnom Ghebreyesus, says he's encouraged the number of cases outside China remains low, but warned it might not stay that way. It doesn't mean that this small number of cases in the rest of the world will
2: stay the same for long. It's only a window of opportunity. And that's why we say this is the time to attack the virus while it is actually manageable, small number of cases in the rest of uh, the world.
0: Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker Priscilla Leung is calling on the government to take a fresh look at ways of evacuating Hong Kong residents who remain stuck in Hubei. Ms Leung said she had received 50 requests for help this week, equivalent to about 4% of the 2,500 Hong Kong residents trapped there. One suggestion was that they could be brought back in small groups
1: we may first handle the most urgent cases. Maybe even the number can be much smaller, not as huge as an aeroplane, so that they have to wait for all these Hong Kong people to gather together in one airport. You can't do it, right? Maybe different groups. After 14 days, then the quarantine centre may be vacant again. Then you receive another group. Cutting it into very small number, according to the capacity and ability of Hong Kong, Medical situation, poor
0: time situation. Ms. Leung also said the government wasn't doing enough to help those trapped in Hubei. She said some people were getting frustrated as problems arose over their houses and jobs in Hong Kong. She suggested the government allocate case managers.
1: They should assign special officers like social worker and others to handle these people who are asking for help case by case basis. Some of the aspects I'm sure you can help them to solve with money. Either subsidize their employer who also face difficulty or subsidize the medical need for some round while they were away from Hong Kong. They are away from Hong Kong. They cannot handle it, right? This special officer is very important and they already assigned special fund. The fund is for this purpose. Immediate money, immediate help.
0: Meanwhile, Democratic Party lawmaker James Toh said a Hong Kong woman who was due to give birth in mid-April was still in Wuhan, the provincial capital of Hubei. He said the government should make a political decision to bring her back as an urgent case.
1: According to her, the relevant district authorities has promised that uh, once they receive the request from the Hong Kong government for urgent evacuation, they will cooperate uh, and let her come back to Hong Kong. Uh, this is not uh, the only case that I know of uh, pregnant women, Hong Kong woman, in Hubei. That's why I repeatedly asked the government to make a political decision to evacuate. Once you make a political decision, I believe that the relevant authorities in Japan or in China, mainland China, uh, would cooperate.
0: Lawmakers from across the political spectrum have questioned whether the government's $30 billion fund will be able to help workers rather than employers amid the coronavirus outbreak. Firms in different industries are getting various amounts, but lawmakers say certain sectors are being left out. DAB's Holton Chan says no help is to be given to education centres and beauty parlours. He's also concerned about the money not going to the underemployed and unemployed.
2: With the subsidies, whether uh, corporations or business, they are able to pay the rent and at the same time to pay off all the workers' wage. I have that kind of concern. So I also request the government, why don't they also set up an unemployment subsidies?
0: Labour Minister Lord Chi Kuang says because this fund is needed quickly, the government doesn't plan to offer a jobless fund right now, as that would involve a lot of cross checking and more manpower. Pro Democracy Camp, meanwhile, questioned why the government was paying up to $3 per surgical mask. Civic Party said they should cost much less. Its lawmaker, Kwakar Key, was concerned about possible collusion.
3: The cost of setting up is much, much lower than the government's proposed. Right now, we know the production cost of these surgical masks is about 22 cents. So you can see the $3 per surgical mask with a 12-month contract. To me, probably it's another collusion again. And I cannot accept that the government gives a contract with a large amount of money, $144 million for each factory, and they can hold up to 10 factories. Our money, the public money, shouldn't be spent like that.
0: The Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar, has resigned after the first session of the new Parliament. He'll stay on as acting Prime Minister until a new government is formed. His party, Fianna Gael, finished third in elections this month behind centrist rivals Fianna Fáil and the left-wing Sinn Féin party. It's the BBC's Chris Page. Sinn Féin's
2: surge at the polls has broken the domination of the two centrist parties, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, which have led Irish governments for decades. Mary lou Macdonald has also won the support of a smaller left-wing party and of some independent politicians. But her 45 votes in the Dublin Parliament still leaves her well short of the 80 she needs to form a stable coalition. The Fianna Fáil leader, Micheál Martin, was also nominated to be Prime Minister, but fewer MPs backed him. Leo Varadkar, who leads Fine Gael, tendered his resignation as Taoiseach after he failed to be re-elected to the office. They ever he'll remain in the job until someone else has voted in. Vatican says more than
0: 100 researchers have asked for access to the archives of Pope Pius XII, which will be open to historians in March. Among the first to study the documents will be representatives of, Joe, of Rome's Jewish community and experts from the US Holocaust Memorial Museum. Pius led the Roman Catholic Church during the Second World War and critics say he did little to protect Jews from the Nazis. The Vatican said the good that Pius did would dwarf the few shadows. Finance and a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 27,418. That's 190 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at 53.8 billion dollars. Currencies: the euro stands at one dollar and eight cents. Dollar is worth 112 yen, and the pound is trading at 10 Hong Kong dollars and three cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Chung. We start in the NBA and the first day
4: of competition following the All-Star break. The league-leading Milwaukee Bucks resumed their winning ways by picking apart the Detroit Pistons. Yanis Antetokounmpo scored 33 points in 32 minutes as Milwaukee won 126-106 to go seven games clear at the top of the Eastern Conference. Our U.S. sports commentator Ray Jovanovich explains why the Bucks are so hard to beat.
1: The thing about the Bucks that I really like, despite having the reigning MVP in Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's certainly challenging and going to defend his MVP this year, probably against LeBron James, but the Bucks only need. Giannis on the floor about 30 minutes a night they are setting and establishing a new NBA record 13 players are averaging 13 minutes a game it's never been done before in the NBA and that's why coach Mike Budenholzer and that Bucks team are the best in the NBA they are they are really set for the playoffs
4: to football's Europa League, where the English side Wolves have made an impressive start to the knockout stage. They crushed Espanyol 4-0 in their last 32 first leg, with Diogo Jota getting a hat-trick. There were also wins for Arsenal, Inter and Rangers. Rounding up the results, the BBC's Andy Barwell.
2: Wolverhampton Wanderers look to have one foot in the next round already. Wolves were 4-0 first-leg winners over the struggling Spanish side Espanyol. There was a hat-trick for the Wolves star Diogo Jota. Well, last season, runners up Arsenal needed Alexandre Lacazette to score the only goal of the game in a 1-0 first-leg success in Greece at Olympiacos. Anthony Martial earned Manchester United a 1-1 first leg draw away at Club Bruges in Belgium. Boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said his overriding feeling was one of relief after his side's poor start was compounded by the challenging conditions. The five-time winners of the Europa League, the Spanish side Sevilla, were held at 1-1 in their game in Cluj in Romania. Christian Eriksson scored his first goal in an Inter Milan shirt. The Italian Giants were 2-0 winners at Lugo goratz Razgrad. Ajax Amsterdam have it all to do in the return. If they're not to make an exit, they lost 2-0 in Spain at Getafe. A fine comeback from the Scottish side, Rangers who are managed by the former England and Liverpool star Stephen Gerrard. They were 2-0 down, but they turned it around to win their first leg match 3-2 at home to Sporting Braga.
4: In golf, Rory McIlroy has taken a two-shot lead in the Mexico Championship. The world number one captain impressive opening day with an eagle to go with five birdies. A six-under par 65
0: puts him two shots clear of Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson. And that's your look at sports. To end the news, a top story once again. Government works on a plan to bring close contacts, those infected by the coronavirus, back from the damn Princess cruise ship. And that's the news from... RTHK.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Meir on this Friday afternoon. Friday the 21st of February is today's date. Thank you very much to Phil for the morning brew today. Uh, we've got a, a really busy program. Just after a half past one, in about 10 minutes or so, we are going to be chatting with author Sarah Brennan about the great year of the Rat Challenge 2020 that she has for primary school kids which makes sense with a lot of uh, kids sort of stuck at home right now parents are often looking for things to do perhaps this can be the thing that your kid uh, does Uh, the great year of the rat challenge uh, coming up in about 10 minutes or so and uh, after uh, the 2 o'clock